Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Good morning, millennials, and welcome back to the Toast. Happy Tuesday. Hope everyone's having an amazing day. Just amazing. I'm having an amazing day. Why are you having an amazing day, Turdy Lou? Why am I having an amazing day? Oh, I don't know, because it's a Jackson Claude in recipe, in recipe, in studio original recipe kind of day. That is a great day. Yeah, that's my reason. That's your reason. That's the only reason you need. And it's reason enough. It's reason enough for me. Hey, guys. Happy to be back in studio with my girly swirly. Twirly. But it is getting harder and harder to get ready in the morning. It's not even like what you think, like the getting dressed. Like I know I have Four the clothes. Items. That, yeah, I have the items and I just pair them, you know, mix and match. But it's just like the doing my hair. Yeah. The standing for that. You look beautiful. Thank you. And we're so glad that you you put you got it together. Yeah. It's just, it's crazy because we stopped podcasting when I was pregnant with Harry. We stopped coming into the studio because like Omicron, Omicron was popping off. Yeah. So we did remote podcasting for like the last two months of my pregnancy. So I don't know if I've ever been in this studio pregnant. this pregnant. Well, it's so great to have you both here. <laughs> it's just, it's hard to get around. And like, it's hard to sit because I can't cross my legs really. It's not good for my circulation. Oh. So I'm... I'm like man spreading you know. a little bit. Yeah, but also I saw a reels slash TikTok that said like you're actually even though you assume pregnant women sit like this, which is like legs spread back, uh-huh. like lean back. It's not good for your circulation either. You're supposed to sit like forward. I don't know. I feel like the cave women were fine, you know. I don't know, but they didn't have these reclining buccal chairs. Yeah, I will say these buccal chairs are not like pregnancy friendly. No, I'm not uncomfortable. I just don't, it's just not like pleasant to look at. You look great. I'm just trying to figure, figure it out. But drop a comment. How should How I, should I sit? sit? Sound off in the comments. I feel like Joey Camasta. But these chairs are hard to sit in. And I, we didn't even, like, we got rid of our old pink couches because those were actually hard to sit in. Yes. And now we have these new chairs. We thought we were, like, entering a new era. And we're not. Maybe it's just, like, chairs. Maybe it's us. No, maybe it's chairs and not us. Because, look, we've tried. That's a terrible chair. Yeah. The, like, that's a terrible chair. I just think it's hard. The thrones were bad. Actually, the thrones were not bad. I just think it's hard to be. To exist. Yeah. It's so Socrates. You want to hear something funny? Sure. So, Do I have a choice? <laughs> no. <laughs> ben went to dinner last night and when he was gone for like four hours, he went to dinner at the Mark, like the fancy hotel uptown where like everyone stays for the Met Ball. And he came home and he was like, the weirdest thing happened. As he was leaving dinner, there was like a protest outside the Mark and Ben was like chanting it the whole night. They were saying the most random things. The Mark has mice. The Mark denies the Holocaust. The Mark supports Epstein. And Ben was like, 
how are these three things related, For first sure. of all? Second of all, I went on Twitter to try to see what, like, the drama with the mark. There was nothing. Ben said it was, like, six people standing outside with signs. It wasn't, like, an organized protest. But the mark has mice. The mark denies the Holocaust. The mark supports Epstein. Hmm. And I tried to look into the veracity of Feels these. Feels like a riddle. Of, Literally. I tried to look into the veracity of these claims, and I came up with nothing. And it's like, if the mark has mice, like, don't you think that they feel bad about that, too? Like, you're going to... Pro- Rub and it also, in. in this city, we're going to protest mice? No, in this city, who doesn't have mice? Right, but, like, mice are, like, kind of the sweet ones in this yeah. city. Yeah, it could be a rat or a roach. Rats run this town. They or do. A roach. Ben was literally in the or shower. A super roach. Yeah, super rat, I think it was. The rats that were eating other rats. Rat on rat crime. Right. It was called a super rat. But I do think the roaches have become super as well. The roaches, yeah. They've always been super. So true. So Ben literally in the shower. The mark has mice. Literally walking around the house <laughs> making his coffee. The mark has mice. It's so funny. And I honestly, like, I don't know what's going on at the mark. And so it's a, the, the mark supports Epstein? I think like one time yeah, Jeffrey Epstein stayed at the mark. Sure. That's where like all rich people stay. I don't think it's, you know, a conspiracy no, that like, they were in on it. Who ever brushed shoulders or sheltered or hung out Jeffrey Epstein like was accused at if, one point. Yeah, if we're protesting them all, like you're all done. Right. So you're done. I don't know what's going on, but all I know is the mark has mice. And now I'm over here and spreading. And then Mark denies the Holocaust. Which is a real accusation. I hate when the hotel that I'm staying at <laughs> denies the Holocaust. Then I just, I cannot be there. No, I hate when you can't even check in without the concierge <laughs> being like, the Holocaust never happened. It's so annoying. I hate when that happens. I, it happens all the time. Very frequently. So I could, I totally believe that. Me too. And I also believe the Mark has mice. I guess we'll have to wait and see. Maybe I got to go to the Mark. Allegedly, by the way, these things yes. are all alleged, and the Mark is a lovely hotel. And basically, the food was that I would love to stay at. Yeah, I've never stayed there. I've eaten there. Same. We had my college graduation dinner there. And none of were... those things that they're chanting like would stop me from wanting to stay there. No, me neither. Honestly, no, it's still fabulous. A hundred percent, mice and all. No, like seriously, mice is like okay, cool. No, in, my, like in the grand, grand scheme. scheme of like the vermin we get here in New York. Mice, I think, are the cleanest option. Even though, I don't know, I think I would prefer a bug. Like, a roach? I know, roaches are disgusting, but they're so small. Like, mice are like animals. I know, that's why you gotta get a cat. That's, I'd rather have the mice. The mark should unleash a herd of cats. No. That's what they did in Israel. Yeah, I know, if you ever have been to Israel, like you're eating at a restaurant, they have like thousands of cats roaming the streets. And it's because well, like not many, at the same time, but like if you're just out and about, like you will you'll see, see cats. stray cats. And it's because like many, many years ago they had a mice problem, so they released cats, cats just to live. And now they have a, a cat problem. And that's the plot of the movie Cats. Spoiler alert. Is it? No, but <laughs> <laughs> it should be. I've, by the way, I've never seen the movie Cats. I have nary a clue what the film is about. If I had to guess the plot, I think I would say. It's a ragtag group of cats who start a theater group. I just have in my head from Kimmy Schmidt that it's just cats introducing themselves. Yeah, well, that that whole thing in Kimmy Schmidt was hysterical. So it's obviously like a mystery what the plot of Cats is. Right, it's not like a known thing, clearly. And it's not memorable. Yeah. And it's not about the plot. I think it's about the cats. Right. Meow. Meow, kitty. Oh my, she's crossing her legs. Don't tell the doctor. Dead. I'm calling him up. <laughs> so that's what I did last night. Just kind of look into the mark. Got it. And their litany 
of accusations. Mm -hmm. And oh, I, I caught up on and just like that. I know you didn't watch a second episode, but it was worse than the first. It was. But when I will you stop? But I can't. That's the thing. And I think a lot of people, because I posted it on my story, agree. Like, it's actually harmful to keep watching. It's yeah. a form of self-harm. Yeah. But you literally can't stop. Like, if I were on a monitor while I was watching, like, my levels would be, like, spiking, like, heart rate, like, just whatever else they monitor. Like, it was giving me a physical, visceral reaction. I know, but there are a few, like, really um, endearing characters. Like, Anthony... Of course. Anthony's the best. And because Samantha's gone, he obviously got a bigger role. And it's the role he was born to play. Like, he's so funny. LTW, Lisa Todd Wexley, I thoroughly enjoy. I actually would enjoy a Lisa Todd Wexley spinoff. She has a fabulous life. But, oh my God, and I hate to say it, like, Charlotte? I'm sorry. And actually, I know Miranda's, like, having this, like, spiral moment in Santa Monica. But she was being really funny in the second episode. Oh, and one of our favorite actors, Oliver Hudson, Kate Hudson's brother, brother is in it. Oh, that's... a Plus, yeah, he, I like have, him. They've always had plenty of good cameos. Yeah. I don't know LTW because I only watched the first episode and she was just like in her closet in lingerie the whole time working on her film vlog. Yeah, well, so she <laughs> working on her vlog <laughs> and so, she like keeps losing her edits. And I was like, she lost her edit again this episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. She literally did like right before they were going to the Met Ball. Um, so. She is one of the moms at Charlotte's school. And in the first season, like Charlotte was obsessed with her, like wanted to become her friend and actually did end up becoming her friend. And all the ladies really like her. Um, so that's like who she is in the context of the show. Okay. And she was probably the only one who looked even remotely good at the Met Ball. Oh, actually, Seema looked good too. I only saw like half the looks so far. Carrie wore her wedding, wedding dress. dress. Yawn. Oh my God. And that seamstress, the designer. Yeah, that was weird. Like, and Carrie's just like allowing this girl to just ruin her night. Run amok in her home. Right. That they was had six crazy. hours and she didn't want to like run to Bergdorf's. No. Just like, in case. Or even look at her clothes or call a friend. Or right. Contact. Right. In the biz. Oh, so in the second episode, I do think you'll find it interesting that Carrie's podcast got canceled. No. <laughs> so she goes, well, that frees up my week. And now she doesn't have a job. Oh, wow. I wonder what she'll do next. I know. Because she's really always been so career oriented. So, but you know, she's a widow now. She like doesn't, I think she was career oriented, but she also like needed to work to live. Right. She sold that apartment big and her lived in. She obviously got everything from his will and he had an, a, you know, a million. Oh, you didn't see that the first season in his will. He obviously like left everything to carry, but he had like a million dollar trust set up for Natasha. And she spent like a couple episodes trying to figure out why. And I think it was just like his way of saying sorry. But so we had like a spare Millie. Right, right, He's, right. She's fine. Oh, she oh said, and she sold no, the apartment and I'm lives not, in her studio. I'm not worried about her finances actually for the first time in the history of the show. It's such a relief. I'm just like her her purpose, her reason d'etre. Yeah, yeah. But I think a lot of her purpose in the beginning, her career driven, like her ambitiousness was driven by, you know, the need to pay bills. Of course. But that's a need. Yeah. But I'm saying now. Yeah. What's her reason d'etre? I don't know. Something to think about. And I feel like, henceforth, the show doesn't have a reason to tear. Yeah, no, it feels kind of aimless. Like Carrie. Like Carrie. Maybe it's a reflection of what she's going through. Or just the fact that they can't come up with new show ideas. Yeah. So that's what I did. Hurt myself. Why was her podcast canceled? The whole network went downhill. Oh, so it wasn't because... It wasn't like, a personal was, attack. Damn. I, I think it would have been better. Damn, I would have loved to see her go down like that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Just like when she fell in Dior. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's like one of the best episodes. <laughs> when she falls in Dior. Carrie falling in Dior is 
a reward for getting through all the seasons of Sex and the City. There's also an episode where she falls on that um, catwalk. She does like a modeling thing yeah. for like real people and models. Yeah. And she completely falls in and she's only wearing a pair of underwear. Yeah, that was, that. that's bad That too. was good, but it that's doesn't like, hit quite like. It doesn't like, hit because also the fall into yours like during the Petrovsky episodes where she's insufferable. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like. It's just more. There you go. They, and there she went. Yeah. So what else is, what did what'd you watch? What'd you do? What'd you see? What do you know? Did I watch anything? No, I tried to like have a moment like with the Martian again. And I just like put on a movie. Recreate the magic. I don't even think I turned on the TV, but I didn't read. I think I was just kind of like fucking around on my phone. That's the best. And then I went to sleep early because I was really tired. But I did watch a little bit of Murder on the Orient Express. I like that movie. Yesterday, we loved that movie. And it was like, I only watched the last 30 minutes. It was like emotional. Oh, okay. I think that's you. I think it was me too. Yeah, it's like a pregnancy thing. It's not no, like a real. No, I don't know. It's not a reality thing. But like, it's a spoiler alert. Major spoiler. It's a revenge killing, and like all of the people who participate in it on the train um, are connected. Are connected, and it was because like this little baby girl was yeah. killed, and then like I guess her parents maybe committed suicide. Like it just destroyed this whole family, and it was just like I guess it is like, like kind a of a, a deep tragedy. Yeah, and the grandma is the one who spearheaded the whole revenge revenge and Michelle Pfeiffer just like she spoke my heart she stole my heart Hmm. yeah Penelope Cruz is also in the movie and her acting was actually atrocious wow um and that was just something I wanted to note something else I wanted to note is that I could not sleep last night I didn't go to bed till two it was so annoying Ben's passed out um and I had to pee and I was like literally so afraid that the thing would happen again where like Ben. Her- so did you turn the light on? I turned the light on. I was so loud. I flushed. I'm like, um, um, just in case he was getting up and had to pee. All good. The light should have sufficed. Yeah, it should have. But like I was just taking a bunch of precautions. Great. You, lear- oh. you learn a l- something new every day. And I did in fact make a chili. I didn't. Ben, ben. did. Um, I brought a big old Tupperware for Jax to the studio today. She's going to bring it home. I think Harry's going to have it. And it is still a chilly day. The it's, weather has held the up. The weather for like the last week is like trash. Yeah, it doesn't know what it's doing. What happened it's to like, hot girl summer? It feels like impending rain at all yeah. time. But there's like major storms throughout the country. So if all we have is gray skies and a chilly vibe. Consider I'm ourselves com- lucky. I'm not complaining. So enjoy the chili. I will say, so Ben wasn't, Ben was once again being very generous, making the chili for me. He was headed out to his dinner. I told you about it. The Mark, where they have mice and deny the Holocaust. And um, so he made it for me. And he was like, I'm letting it simmer. Like eat it whenever it's on low. So then I go and I'm like mixing it, making sure it's not getting burnt. And I realized he forgot to put the beans in. The beans have become just like this kind of, your guys Toxic. is like Achilles heel. Yeah. So I text Ben. I'm like, oh shit, like the be- the beans weren't put in. What do I do? And he didn't answer. So I just threw the beans in. I was on FaceTime with you. Yeah. I threw the beans in and I let it chill on the stove for like 20 minutes. And then I got hungry. So I made myself a bowl, packed it all up in Tupperware, did the dish so I could enjoy the rest of my night. And turns out the chili was great, except for the beans. Like the one thing I had to do, it just, it, it wasn't right. It wasn't like when Ben made it. Thus proving your point that I'm quite literally incapable of making one thing in the kitchen that's not toxic. No, it's so crazy. Like the one, I just had to pour beans in, mix it up and chill, right? Yeah. Couldn't even do that. Yeah, because also, and the error there was your sweeping ways because you should, you could have had like your bowl of chili with premature beans. They're already cooked. It's fine. But I could have left the, the big vat that I made for you right. which just chill. And let the rest of the chili be perfection. I couldn't, maybe anyone can relate to this. Like I couldn't really enjoy my night and like enjoy the chili and like get back in bed. Like I couldn't enjoy that knowing I still had dishes to do. Like I need to have a clean sweep of things, like a clean plate. 
literally before I could like fully dive into the night if that makes sense no I understand but now we are we all suffer we all suffer well I think you can just dump the Tupperware back onto the stove yeah that's what I'm gonna do let it simmer your whole house will smell like chili it's so nice right and I'll get to like kind of hack the chili vibe and then it's like you made it yourself yeah without all the chopping without all the chopping there's it's a really good we're in our chicken chili era we're like kind of over beef oh another crazy thing that happened to me no no no, you guys I was just reminded of this too this is this is what I was doing yesterday. This story occupied my whole day. My whole day. The great mystery of 2023. So after yesterday's episode, if you listened to yesterday's episode, you know I wanted to make a chili. Jackie inspired me. I was even saying on the episode she should Instacart the ingredients now. And I did because I had to work and I had things to do. I didn't have time to go to the grocery store. So I Instacart one order from Fairway, which is just like a regular grocery store here. I got like the beans, all the things, except the meat. The beans, beans. The beans, beans, onions, garlic, peppers, whatever we needed. And then like stuff for my house too. Like I needed coffee mate. And then I placed a second order at Park East Kosher Butcher, which is a favorite location of ours. Upper our East Side. Our go-to butcher. Our go-to butcher. I only recently found out there on Instacart, which I love. Game changing. So I got the ground chicken, but then I also got things for my house. Ben loves this brand of uh, kosher turkey called Svi or whatever. So I'm placing the orders going about my day and then the shopper starts texting me. And he said, oh, they don't have the Svi turkey, the one that Ben loves. And I find that so odd because like it's a staple of the Parkies Kosher Butcher. I'm like, oh, okay, like what else do they have? And he sends me a picture of the turkey aisle. And to the, the deli meats the deli aisle, meats. packaged. To the, uh, to the untrained eye, it might not have seemed like anything. But I'm like zooming in and I see... Pork bacon, Oscar Mayer bologna. I see like Applewood brand, Oscar Mayer brand, all these very classic grocery store brands that are not sold at a kosher butcher because they're not kosher. Yeah. It was literally a whole picture of, of the bacon, aisle. bologna, pork, and sausage. And it wasn't turkey bacon. It was literally like pork. Yeah, you, we zoomed in. Yeah. You could see pork and sausage. So I'm like, wait, oh, this might be my fairway order driver. And then I'm like, no. I'm like, are you at Parkies? He's like, yeah. I'm like, what is going on? I'm going back and forth with this guy. He's like, I'm at Park East. I'm like, send me a picture of the store. Because if he goes to the butcher and gets ground chicken, I can't eat that. Right. So I'm like, send me a picture of the store. He's literally sending me a picture. He's in Park East. East. I'm like, what is going on? And And he sends you a picture of the chicken. I said, can you send me a picture of the ground chicken from the actual butcher station? He sends me a picture of the ground chicken. It has the sticker with Park East on it. I'm like, what in the world is going on? So I'm like, okay, I'll just, I'm like thinking I'm going to wait and see what shows up at my door. Right. And I call uh, Park East and I'm like, well, because what showed up at your door? What showed up at my door was, oh, the Svi turkey that he said he couldn't find, the kosher brand, and the ground chicken with the label on it from Park East. correct came in your order. So I call Park East and I'm like, I know this is a crazy question. I've been shopping for literally 15 years at your store. Do you guys sell bacon? (laughs) The lady pretty much like laughed in my face. She was like, no, is it kosher butcher, ma'am? I'm like, like, no bacon. She's like, we sell like turkey fake bacon, bacon. I'm like, no, no, like real bacon. She's like, no. I'm Oscar like, oh. Meyer. I'm like, okay, thank you so much. I have no idea. Like the mystery remains a mystery. Mm-hmm. I have to imagine perhaps he went to the wrong store at first. And then when I was like, wait, are you at Park East? He realized and like ran across the street to Park East. I don't know. It was a mystery beyond mystery. He was like gaslighting me. Yeah. It was so crazy. Oh my God, I was chuckling. So there's a small chance that you're, 
your no, the turkey's not kosher. No, no, it was totally kosher. Like the packaging was totally fine. It's just where did that picture come from? Where did, maybe it was like a stock image he had, like just from previous chops, perhaps. And he wasn't being like overly communicative. He thought I was annoying. Like, yeah, but he was. He was like, hey. Yeah. After that saga, he like just messaged hey. Yeah. After the whole thing, he's like, hey. I'm like, what's up? He's like, your card's been declined. I'm like, what? <laughs> you, that's not how it works. Because like my. You, you, you wouldn't be shopping with Instacart if my Instacart order didn't go through. I used Apple Pay. And I called. And it was such drama. It was such drama. I called everything. Instacart and I'm like, did my card get declined? They're like, no, your shopper couldn't be shopping if your card was declined. I'm like, that's what I thought. <sighs> I eventually just like, I let go and let God. And the whole thing arrived perfectly. And it all worked out. And it all worked out. And I had a good laugh. And we got a big vat of chili. What's better? Nothing. Nothing. So that's what I did yesterday. Love that. Yeah. Love that. So we've got a great show. We do. It's Tuesday. You said there's an abundance of stories. Yeah, there were like a lot of little stories that I could have spoken about. I had to trim too. Love that. Yeah. Maybe they'll make it into tomorrow's episode. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Um, They're not really pertinent, but none of the stories are like big news stories, right. but just like things in which to discuss. And interesting things full of interesting factoids. And some interesting people, but no one more interesting than The Camper and the Counselor. No one. Which is my forthcoming children's book that is available for pre-order now. Anywhere you pre-order books, Amazon, IndieBound, Walmart, Target... Tertulia, Books A Million. I love Books A Million. Million Books. Books A Million. Goodreads goals. Goodreads was down. I know. Goodreads was down yesterday. I tried to rate my book. Like what? The internet and then Spotify was giving us trouble yesterday. We believe our Spotify issue is fixed. I know. And it was, it was specific to us. Yeah, I know Spotify, um, our episode from Friday and yesterday, like we're not uploading. They're both uploaded now and I believe we fixed the issue, but we'll see what happens today. But I think we're good. Sorry about that. Yeah, but I'm sorry, like Goodreads being down, that's not unacceptable. That's crazier than when like Instagram goes down. Yeah. I just don't think people realize like what a cornerstone Goodreads is in our lives. I completely agree. So. It fucked with me. It was crazy. So, you can also find The Camper and the Counselor on Goodreads, where it does count towards your Goodreads reading goal. You yep. should add it to yours. I did. You've read it multiple times. Multiple, multiple. In the time, the amount of times that I've read this, I could have read a full book. So, it counts. Well, it totally counts. Yeah. So, check it out. Get your pre-orders in. And thank you. Not to be also, like, so self-promo-y for both of us. But also, at 5 o'clock today, Eastern Time, I'm doing another Amazon Live. Oh, my gosh. I know where I'll be. With the snitch. We're doing, like, summer essentials, how to get through summer, you know, portable fans, Outfits that don't chafe, things like that. It's like the summer survival guide. Amazon Live, you can, I'll post a link on my story, 5 p.m. Eastern time. Sorry, Jax, I don't want to like step on your self-promo. No, no, I'm excited to watch. I actually um, like love doing it. While I like suppress my jealousy. I know. Because you, you said that you guys would be girly swirlying. And I, I identify as a girly swirly. You identify as a girly who does in fact swirly. Right. So. It'll be tough. It'll be tough, but I am going to enjoy. I loved your guys' last one. And it's always good to see what the snitch is up to. It's always good to see like what the hot items for summer are. That's so true. I was very influenced by your last right. Amazon. I got that Luke Combs t-shirt. Right. So I think I got a travel bag. Great. So I look forward to seeing what you guys put forth tonight. Some good stuff coming. I won't spoil it. Now, without further ado, here are the fast five stories that you do need to know. 
and you do need to know that's the fast five stories that you do need to know are brought to you by caraway perfect segue from our chili chili caraway cookware is non-toxic and chemical free so you can fill your summer with your favorite recipes without your without any worry so caraway is the best of the best when it comes to cookware bakeware sets food storage solutions i made my chili last night in the caraway i'm sure you'll be reheating your chili in your caraway I will be because I have a caraway set here because I literally could not get by without caraway like do I want toxins in my food no, right thank you that's what's great about caraway non-toxic cookware right and I also can't be like you know standing over the sink like scrubbing all the scuff. ceramic coated ceramic coated non-stick it's the craziest thing like to watch it all just slip off the pan and especially when you're making a chili and then you know you can get like that crustacean at the bottom because it cooks for a long mm-hmm. time you're susceptible to scrubbing you're not with caraway you're susceptible to crustacean and don't miss caraway's summer refresh event from June 20th to July 15th. For a limited time, get 10% off site-wide on the internet's favorite kitchenware. It's the perfect time to take care of take care of all your summer gifting. It's ideal for both graduates, newlyweds, and with cookware, bakeware, food storage, and tea kettles to choose from, there's something for everyone. Their internet famous kitchenware, kitchenware is a staple for any home. It comes in a variety of modern shades to fit with any design aesthetic. So having their, they're having a big sale right now. It's going till July 15th. You can get 10% off site-wide. Visit carawayhome.com toast10 to get that 10% off during their summer refresh event. Certain exclusions apply. That's carawayhome.com toast10 or use code TOAST10, that's T-O-A-S-T-1-0 at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware, made modern. Today's episode is also brought to you by Game Time. Buying tickets to your favorite events should not be stressful, but these days, it is. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you're actually going to have. So Game Time is the place for last-minute ticket deals. If you don't like to plan months in advance, just like doesn't work for your life, that is so me. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. And the Game Time guarantee means that you'll always get the best price. So if you find tickets in the same section and the same row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. Game Time is just a great app to always have on your phone. If you're traveling, you know, you're out traveling for work or you're taking a vacation and you find yourself in a city with like fabulous things going on, just have Game Time on your phone all the time. You can check up until the day of the event, get fabulous sporting events concerts, comedy shows, which is more personal than comedy. Um, It's the fastest growing ticket app in the country for a reason. You're getting images of your seats before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect. You can buy tickets in a matter of seconds, and the tickets are sent directly to your phone, so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code TOAST for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem with code TOAST for $20 off. Download the GameTime app today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. 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 Thank you, Claudia. You're welcome. Our first story, Jennifer Lawrence addresses rumors that Liam Hemsworth cheated on Miley Cyrus with her. Jennifer Lawrence was on Watch Heaven's Live and made like a bunch of waves. You see her and Andy kiss? No. You know, Andy like has a thing where he like kisses a bunch of people and she was the one who was like, should we do it? And he was like, okay. And on he, the lips. Yeah, Jackie, I don't think I've ever seen him so nervous in his life. He was like, like right now. It was on the after show. Um, then she also told this crazy story about um, what happened to her at the Eras tour. Because she knows she loves Bravo. And I had actually heard this story from Craig Conover. We went to the Eras tour together. But this was a different Eras tour. So in New York. Where did she go? I think Philly. Okay. But in New York, I went to the Eras tour with Paige and Craig. Um, and we like spent a lot of time together. And in the car ride home, he told me the story. And he told me the story like from his perspective. And then she told the story from her perspective. And they were so different. 
So Jennifer, Tell us hers. Jennifer Lawrence went on Watch Robbins Live and she was like, so funny. I was at the Eras tour and I was just like living my best life, yada, yada. And this woman comes like, because they're at this tent in the middle of the floor. Like anyone can go the up to them. The celebrity tent. The celebrity tent. This woman like comes with her phone and like shoves it in Jennifer's face. She like beelines past security and it's a FaceTime with Greg. And Craig. She, Craig, excuse me. And she's like, Craig is just like kind of sitting on the other phone, like uh, on the other end of the line, expectantly being like, yeah, hey, it's me. And when, <laughs> and when Craig told the story, he was like, I had no idea. Like, I don't think I, 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 I didn't even know where this person was. All of a sudden, Jennifer Lawrence is on the other end of the phone. And he's like, hey, so Craig's perspective and her perspective were very different. Got it. So she was like being a little shady that Craig was like, hey, look at me. Yeah. Like, me, oh, Craig. yeah, it's me, Jennifer Lawrence, like calling up and Craig. Who was this woman? I don't remember. He told me, but I don't remember, like, the connection. And I don't want to, like, misspeak. I don't know. Weird story. Yeah. But I was like, oh, my God, I've heard this story, but I heard it so differently. Craig was like, I literally was, like, out. I had no idea why this person was calling me. Next thing I know, Jennifer Lawrence is on the phone. Oh, that's so weird. We need to identify the woman, and yeah. she needs to explain herself. Yeah, and her connection to everyone. Yeah, well, she obviously, like, knows Craig from wherever, and he's like, why is she calling me? And he's waiting and this woman thinks she's a hero because Jennifer Lawrence loves Bravo and she right. and she has Craig's phone number. Right. It's all on this woman. Yeah. But this is also another story from the Jennifer. She like she went on and she made a bunch of news. Got it. And she looked so beautiful. So beautiful. She's literally looks unreal. I know. She's always oh, she's literally the most, the most beautiful, beautiful woman person in the world. But it's like the looks, the styling, the hair, the makeup, the hair, like the long hair, the long hair. So she did um, plead the fifth on. Watch What Happens Live last night and um, said that she would love to respond to the fling accusation that she had with Liam Hemsworth. She said... And the, the the rumor has been that like she and Liam on the set of that movie where they wake up on the thing... Hunger Games? Oh, sorry. No, I was thinking of Chris Pratt. My bad. Um, there's another rumor about I'm like, her. You mean the biggest movie... Yeah, on the set of the Hunger Games while he was with Miley, right? Yeah, that they hooked up like at some point while they were together and while they were all you know filming right and some of Miley's recent music like even plays into that right so she said not true total rumor however she noted that she and Chris which one what's Liam sorry Liam I'm like Luke (laughs) (laughs) Liam did kiss one time off screen it was years after the couple called it quits though as for the rumors that Miley shaded Jennifer in her flowers music video in May by wearing a gold dress reminiscent of Jennifer's Hunger Games premiere look Jennifer denied that as well. She said, I just assume that was like a coincidence. Right. It's not like the most niche specific. It's like a gold dress. Yeah. And so she said she hopes that fans are satisfied with her answer. I totally believe her. I believe her too. Like, I don't think she needs to be out here like being a harlot, you know? And she doesn't give that energy. No. And I think one, she wouldn't bring it up if if it were true. And two, like so much time has passed. And like Miley and Liam, like nobody still ships them anymore. Like... If it was ancient history, because it would have been like 10 years ago at this point, like she could say, you know? Yeah. She could say. She I would, could. I, I wouldn't hold it against her. Like, no. And she could be like young. a little bit more overt in her, like her hints in her music and stuff. Yeah. But like they were young. They're on the biggest like movie. They're overnight sensations. Like it's easy to get caught up. Yeah. If they had a little fling while he was with Miley, like I think 10 years on, like we could all move on from it. I feel like Jennifer Lawrence does a really good job of like addressing rumors about herself head on. Like, for so long, there was like terrible rumors about her and Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. And in her Vogue 73 questions, it's clear she like wanted to clear it up. Oh, what'd she say? I think the question was like, what's the craziest thing you've ever heard about yourself? Or something along those lines. And she's like, that I slept with Harvey Weinstein. Like so direct. And honestly, I believed her the second she said it. Like there's, she has a really good way of like addressing things. Mm-hmm. She doesn't do it in the moment, but she always does it. And yeah. I like that. 
Well, she's also not really accessible. So she's, there's right. no even um, way that we expect her to address things in the moment. She's not on Instagram. Yeah. Like she's not like responding to everything, which puts her in a really nice place. Because yeah. then it, we're not like sitting around waiting. What does J-Law have to say? She gives us nothing. Right. And then when she does things like this, like it feels like she gives us everything. Right. And it feels like she's like so honest and she's been wanting to say it for a while. Yeah. I believe this. Yeah, I believe this too. Because it's like harmless. You it, know? Yeah. And it's so long. Yeah. Yeah. Are you ready for our next story? Yeah. In a theme of people being unwell and needing to learn how to behave. Pink when was, were we talking about that? It's just a common theme. And, okay. And you'll know what I know I'm the story to. Pink, the artist, was stunned by a fan throwing her mother's ashes onto stage during show. Pink was left gobsmacked after a concert goer tossed a bag of their mother's ashes on stage during her headlining set at the British Summertime Festival in London over the weekend. She picked up the plastic bag holding the cremated remains and said, is this your mom? With a shocked expression on her face, Pink then admitted, I don't know how I feel about this, before staggering to her feet and placing the ashes on the edge of the stage. The pop star could also be seen shaking her hands as if trying to clean them Ugh. behind a speaker before continuing to sing her song, Just Like a Pill, while still looking astounded. Just as fast as I can, to the middle of nowhere, turn away the one the face so where, and I swear. I need to see Pig Live. Yeah. Um, but not if shit like this is going to be going down. People are deeply unwell. People need to stop throwing things on stage. People need to leave artists alone and just like go to a concert and enjoy it. And, and be like a human being. And I'm sure there's like a sentimental reason behind this. Like I'm sure maybe they heard this girl's mom loved no. pink. Yeah, whatever. No. And if you want to like honestly. So yeah, like take your the ashes to the concert with you. Yeah, no, and like sprinkle them on the grass. I agree. Like it's weird, but you know what? Do it in your own private thing. It, to throw anything to an artist on stage, no matter what it is, even like a flower. Like in this day and age, just don't. Like it's so weird and this I mean to be confronted with a bag of ashes of someone you don't know I have to, I have to say has happened to me um at summer camp someone I know you know brought some of you know their parents ashes with them and I had went into her like her cubby for a second to get something and I was like oh lol what's this I had never seen ashes so before you, you were snooping no no I believe I was asked to go into the cubby like I was invited into the cubby I wasn't snooping Okay, because it kind of feels like you were in someone's private space. No, no. I think she was like, go into my cubby and get that for me or something. Something like that. And I wasn't, I swear to God, I wasn't snooping. And there was like a bag of dirt. And I had never seen ashes before. I was really young. And we don't do that in our faith. We, we don't cremate. So I literally picked it up. I'm like, why do you have a bag of dirt? And she was like, oh, that's my dad. And I actually, I think I remembered crying. Like I was very, um shook by it it was just like crazy and so I feel for pink not to make everything about me no literally <laughs> literally no, I'm just kind of har I'm harking back to an experience that feels relevant here I don't think that's me making it about myself no I feel like you can hark back to the experience like once we talked about how this could affect pink you know yeah I guess I didn't like give her the space to heal <laughs> you didn't give her space no I didn't I didn't create space for her either which was really disgusting of me no <laughs> no you've never created space no but. not for a single other human being in my life <laughs> But thank you for sharing, you know. My trauma. Your trauma, how this might have impacted you. And, and how I'm now, like, feeling triggered. But, like, this girl, like, she, like, yes, yeah, she hurt Pink. But she also hurt me, too, because now I'm reliving that. Right. And that's really hard for me. That is really hard. But it does remind me of the BB Rexa th story from yeah. last week. Like, just people not the same but different right that was that infuriated me I hope she presses charges yeah I mean he was arrested oh and I saw on TikTok last night I don't know if it's like ver verified or not but like he's like acting out on social media now like 
No. You don't know how to catch? Uh, no, no, the way I blaming. hate this person. Me and I too. hope she took his phone and threw it into the water because yeah. they were at the pier. Yeah, right. She could have just tossed it right over the I ledge. hope she took her big heel and she stomped on it. Yeah. Um, this is so weird. Like, people... And I think it's more reflective of the state of our culture. That everyone just, like, wants... No, I'm not, I don't know this person. I don't know what their intentions were. But, like, it feels like you want attention. Yeah. Like, this is a moment. Like, or you're so deeply unwell that, like, some part of you, like, thinks that giving Pink your mom's ashes is a normal thing to do. Right. And, like, Pink would appreciate it. And that that's, like, acceptable behavior. It's so weird. And I kind of like that Pink didn't play it off as like, oh, I'm sorry for your, like, like, you should feel weird. You should be shamed. I'm sorry. I know you're probably grieving. But like, just to set the precedent, because now this video has gone viral. And I think people see like artists like accept things from fans on, on videos online and be like, oh, I can do that too. And like encourages that type of behavior. So for her to kind of shame her and be like, well, this is weird. I think it, it might deter other people from doing something similar. Yeah. Hopefully, but maybe not because some people, like attention is attention. Right. It's so weird. And yeah. I'm sure the girl's like dying because like now it's major news. And imagine having like ash on your hands. And you're just trying to like sing and twirl in the air. It's just. I'm sure actually like the ashes did create like a nice grip. You know, she's always grabbing onto poles and like doing flips and tricks. And maybe it created a nice little friction for her. You know how like, like when you do the beams at, gy at gym, like yeah, you put chalk <laughs> on your hands before you lift. So maybe it was like kind of a, it was thoughtful of the girl. It was a helping I'm, hand. I'm just trying to put a positive spin on a weird situation. Yeah. But I like where your head's at. Yeah. Overall, fucking weird. And don't do this. Like, just don't. I don't feel like I have to say that because I feel like the toasters are like normal no, people. No, it's not the toasters who are doing this. No. But I mean, throughout pop culture history, like fans have thrown things onto stages like bras. Yep. That's always been accepted. Flowers, as you said. Yeah, I just feel like in this day and age, like, everyone's on so, such high alert because such weird, crazy things happen that, like, if something comes flying at you, you don't know it's a flower. And, like, you, you spook a... Of course. And a Kelly Clarkson was talking about that on the Howard Stern interview she did. Just, like, something totally innocuous, like, happens. Like, somebody... Even when, not to make everything about myself, but like even when I'm doing like a show and like somebody gets up to go to the bathroom and the footsteps, because of the acoustics on stage, sometimes it can sound like the footsteps are coming from behind you and it's so fucking scary. Like even, like just sit down and shut up. Everywhere, no matter where you go. Don't go to the bathroom. Oh, okay. No, I'm kidding. But like even something, uh, what's the word I'm looking Innocuous. for? Innocuous. Yeah, like innocent, like a flower, like it can spook someone because yes. every, we're all on such high alert. Yeah, because everyone's crazy. Everyone's crazy. And deeply disturbed. Yeah. So I think everyone should get help. Yeah. You know? I think so, so too. So that we can go back to enjoying life's simple pleasures. Where like you could a throw a flower on a stage. And a bra at Harry Styles. Yeah. People are always throwing things at him. Yeah, really bad. Like water bottles. And he, he reprimands people. Like he's like, stop. No, the, like... Like, and it also, it depends, like, Pink, I feel like, doesn't have, like, crazy fans. So I feel like, yes, this is something that would happen at, like, a Harry concert or even, like, a Taylor Swift concert. Like, really impassioned cult, like, Pink is just, like, a famous artist with tons of fans. She doesn't have, like, a cult after her, but it happens to even the best of them. It does. But you're underestimating the power of Pink. Like, so we true. are, we're strong. We're strong. What do you guys call yourselves? I don't know. I'm, I'm not a part of them. Okay. I listen, I enjoy passively. Yeah. Like a normal like person. Like a normal person should. Yeah. Are you ready for our next story? Yeah. It's a little fashion news. Want to get your take on it? Mm, why? Because I'm so fashionable. Yeah. Look at your outfit, fancy pants. Uh -huh. 
Uh, the Jacquemus runway show was in Paris yesterday and... Star-studded. It was star-studded. It was at Versailles. The clothing was a question mark and I want to know your thoughts because fans are roasting Kendall Jenner's Jacquemus runway show look saying it's giving diaper. Okay, I actually liked her look. Yeah, like, so this look has been very like... Not controversial because it's just an outfit. It went viral. But it went viral for being like, do we like this? Like, is this fashion? Is this a joke? What is this? And it's really hard for me to have an opinion because it's on Kendall. Right. And everything on Kendall, I like. So I thought it looked great on Kendall. If I was wearing it, I think I would feel differently. Like, if you went out to dinner in this. I would feel differently. I think you'd be arrested. But also Jacquemus, like, I feel like when they popped on the scene, they were, like, doing crazy. Like, they invented, like, that tiny purse that everybody wore. Maybe they didn't invent it, excuse me. But theirs was the one that, like blew up and everyone's like what do you keep in that tiny purse like they're always doing like shock and awe yeah yeah so I don't think it's that I didn't see anything that was that crazy I thought Gigi Hadid's outfit was beautiful I didn't think it was that crazy I don't know why everyone's like getting their panties in a twist yeah I didn't think it was that crazy I looked at some of the other looks from the show because I just wanted to see what they were doing and it wasn't anything like groundbreaking right or or like that shocking no there was a nipple though there's always a nipple. There's it's always it's nipple. so fashion. But what was cool was the show itself. And I, I, I didn't feel like the clothes were worthy of a show at Versailles is how well, I felt. that's a fair criticism. Yeah. Because like, Versailles is like opulent. And right. They these could have just like walked down a runway at a studio and yeah. called it a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's fair. Or um, a park. But the guests of the show were on little boats in the lake. Oh, I didn't see that. And then the girls were like on the, the runway. Yeah. That's cool. Right. That's different. Yeah. I like that. I like that too. So what do you think about the look? Well, I think you said it best. Um, Kendall Jenner could quite literally wear a diaper and it would look good. So she, they're saying she looks like she's wearing a diaper and it does look good. I think, I think maybe it's a commentary. Hmm. Let's offer this. On motherhood? No. I think it's a commentary on a thesis we've been speaking about here for a really long time. Like Kendall Jenner could wear a diaper and look good. And she did. She wore a diaper and she looked good. Yeah. So it's really like, it's not even about the clothes. It's about, it's about the Kendall. person. Well, that's true. I believe that. Like, I think fashion is so subjective. It's just about the person wearing it. Like, do they feel good? Do they look good? It's yes, true. ugly's ugly, but... Yeah, but then also, like, clothes can make a person. Yes, that's true. Like, anything else, it's a balance. It's a balance. I didn't think it was that crazy. Like, me neither. And you know what? The more I look at it, it's also on Kendall, so I do like it. I like Her legs are so like, long. I like what I'm looking at. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but I also like it. Like, I, I don't think people will actually... I don't want to see someone, like, going out to dinner in this, really. No. But I feel like there's a way to make it a little more street-friendly. Yeah, I could see, like, like a young starlet. Like, there was that period where Ariana Grande wore, like, a lot of stuff in the silhouette. I could see, like, Olivia Rodrigo. Like, and I also, like, so crazy. maybe with a pair of tights. Yeah, cool tights, big chunky shoes. Yeah, like, so, like, we're clothed. We're cl- yeah, it doesn't it doesn't feel so crazy to me. And I thought it was it was a fabulous outing and I loved all the photos. We got so much footage of all the famous models and girlies and I loved it. Yeah, it was cute. It was just like a great high fashion moment. It was. Is it fashion week or something? I don't girl, I like you are so asking the wrong girl. I feel like it's always fashion like, no, I feel like it's always having a show in the middle of not fashion week. I know, because I feel like it's always fashion month. We know it's like New York, Paris, Milan, like it's in the same month. Then there's all these like rogue shows and then we have, you know. And then we have resort. Resort. And then we have, of course, like the very highly acclaimed OC Fashion Week. And it's just like a lot. There's a lot. There's fall, spring, resort, OC. Winter, spring, summer, joggers. Right. There's always that. It's hard to keep Joggers. Up. Are you ready for our next story? Is it the next story that's brought to you by The Perfect Bar? Because if it isn't, I don't want to hear it. 
Well, thank God it is. This episode is brought to you by The Perfect Bar, the original refrigerated protein bar that you know we love. If you haven't heard, Perfect Bar just launched a new line of protein bars called Perfect Bar Layers. Perfect Bar Layers are a new line of crispy protein bars stacked with three delicious layers and packed with whole food nutrition. They're made with a crispy base of peanut and cashew butter, layered with dark chocolate or 100% real fruit, and then they're sprinkled with toasted gluten-free oats. They're packed with up to 11 grams of protein and they come in two delicious flavors, crispy peanut butter, and chocolate and crispy peanut butter and berry. It's basically a healthy peanut butter and jelly. And because they're made with only whole food ingredients, which is their classic blend of 20 organic superfoods and they contain no artificial preservatives, perfect bar layers are stored in the fridge. You could say that these bars are stacked and packed. If you aren't convinced already, they're also non-GMO project verified, gluten-free, soy-free, kosher, and low GI. The best part is that you can now find them in the refrigerated section at Target nationwide. These bars are not only delicious, but they're just great to always have on hand at your house. We keep some in the studio. I keep a bunch in my fridge at home. And just like throw them in your bag if you're going to have a long day ahead of you. They're really good. They keep you full. They've got tons of protein. And Perfect Bar knows that it'll be love at first bite, so they're offering you a chance to try their new refrigerated protein bars for free. Here's how it works. Sign up for email or text and upload a picture of your receipt from your local grocery store and they'll reimburse you for the cost of one bar directly into your Venmo or PayPal account. All you have to do is go to perfectsnacks.com slash toast to get a free perfect bar today. That's perfectsnacks.com slash toast to get a free perfect bar today. Happy snacking. Today's episode is also brought to you by Athena Club. Probably my favorite razor of all time and my only critique of Athena Club is that it's too good that Ben keeps using it and it's so annoying. So the blade on our old razors used to get really goopy after a few uses, but we love the water-activated serum on Athena Club's razors. There's just enough of it to soothe while shaving, but it never gets that like gunky, chunky, like mucus type thing. You said it, sis. It's time to get friendly with our razors again. And honestly, there's no better razor out there than the Athena Club razor. Shaving used to be something we dreaded, but Athena Club products have seriously made it more fun and easy to shave um also their holder their magnetic holder is by far the best one i've used i've used a bunch of razors that say like oh we have this thing it's on the floor it's on the floor my athena club one has been up for probably two months and has not fallen it's fabulous after the first few shaves with our old razor it just never shaved as well and since switching to athena club i've sincerely gotten zero razor bumps with their razor so it's designed with built-in skin guards to help prevent razor burn while being gentle on curves plus the razor blade is surrounded by water activated serums like with shea butter and hyaluronic acid which we all know is holy grail for skincare the best part is that the razor kit is only ten dollars and it comes with two blade heads a magnetic hook for shower storage and your choice of handle color the handle options are super cute but they also have black and white razors if you you're a minimalist and with Athena Club you never have to think about blade refills because you choose how often you want the replacement blades shipped to you and you can also now find them in Target stores nationwide so it's easy to swing by one of the many Target stores whenever you need more blades switch to the better razor and show your skin you care with Athena Club get started today by shopping in store at Target stores nationwide just head to the shaving aisle and find the razor kit the cloud shave foam the wax strips and the razor refills again Target you can shop Athena Club now which is fabulous Thanks. You're welcome. Our next story. Louis Capaldi is taking a break from touring in for foreseeable future. For touring in the foreseeable future for mental and physical health. So Louis Capaldi has revealed that he's taking a break from touring for now for the sake of his health. He announced the news in a statement shared on his Instagram Tuesday and called it the most difficult decision of his life. His announcement comes after he struggled to finish his set at Glastonbury on Saturday and was supported by the crowd. Ahead of his set at the English Music Festival, he had canceled three weeks of performances in order to rest and recover both mentally and physically. He said the fact that this probably won't come as a surprise doesn't make it any easier to 
to write, but I'm very sorry to let you know I'm going to be taking a break from touring for the foreseeable future. I used to be able to enjoy every second of shows like this, and I'd hoped three weeks away would sort me out, but the truth is I'm still learning to adjust to the impact of my Tourette's, and on Saturday it became obvious that I need to spend much more time getting my mental and physical health in order so I can keep doing everything I love for a long time to come. Yeah, I think that video went really viral where he was trying to you know, perform at Glastonbury and the fans were like cheering and screaming and singing and it was like really heartwarming, but it was clear like this is a person in need of like a major break. Yeah, and I've been seeing videos like that for the last few months because he does suffer from Tourette's so he can't like finish his songs and the fans always like come through for him, but I'm sure one, it's really hard for him and that's not like the kind of show that he wants to right. be doing and I'm sure it's really emotional. So I'm glad that he's taking time off from touring, but I also feel like an artist, like there should be an artist who's just like, I'm going to be a musician. I'm going to make art. I'm going to put out songs that I love because he's so talented and like yeah. one of my favorite artists and be like, and I'm not touring at all. I know the thing is when you are an artist, like the actual, all the money is in touring. Like most artists are not in like great record deals. They don't make a ton of money from like streaming. Everyone knows it's like, you know, 10 cents for a million streams. So the real money is touring, merch, all that. For sure, but like you can earn a very good like he's yes. a top artist. Yes, just his money alone, and even licensing his songs for movies and yeah. commercials, like he could earn a very good living and not have to struggle so deeply, like mentally and emotionally. And he at a certain point, like he can't do it. So I would, as a fan of his, like a huge fan of his, I would if he was just like I'm going to make music and, and you're not going to like live. see me out and about. Um, and I hope that's okay. I would. You totally know who I feel like does that? that? Who? Sia. Yeah. Uh, Did Sia ever like go on tour? Remember she had that major album, Elastic Heart, Chandelier. Like it was the biggest album of all time. And I feel like she doesn't tour. Let's Google it. I'm sure that she, she did. did. Because also I feel like it's a part of your record label deal. Like you have to put out a certain amount of tours and shows. Yeah. No, they you lock can, you in. You can get tickets for 2023. Mm. But no, I, I hear what you're saying. And I do think there are other artists who put out like you know, decent music, not that frequently, and are just constantly on tour. Right. It is very revenue generating. Mm -hmm. And it might be like fun for them to travel and yes. take their friends. And it depends what stage of your life you're at. Yes. But like, I am totally fine with an artist who who can't tour. And I'm, But I'm sure he wants to meet his fans and sings his song live right. and hear it sung back to him. Right. And that must be really hard, but he needs to take time for himself. Yeah, no, it's interesting. I feel like we do live in an age where like you could become like an enormous star without really touring. Um, but I feel like that's half the fun. You know, that's why people get into this business. Yes, but also like touring is also where things go wrong so many times. Well, I, I was, that reminds me, I feel like someone who's, who I feel like is doing that like we'll be doing that in the future is Justin Bieber yeah I was thinking the same thing like I think every time he does a tour it's not okay is there's like mental health issues physical health issues he's just like not happy mm -hmm. oh you know who doesn't tour but she also like doesn't really release music that frequently Selena Gomez yeah, yeah. but I mean she did have an album but she did she didn't do a tour for her album her most recent one yeah I feel like she's someone who fully prioritizes her mental health and she makes so much money from her other ventures that she doesn't need to tour yeah Selena Gomez yeah every time like an artist goes on tour I feel even like obviously this is fictional but like Daisy Jones and the Six yeah like that tour broke them yeah I feel like whenever Ari goes on tour she makes a documentary about how miserable it is yeah yeah that's so true I'm just saying I feel like Taylor Swift's having like the time of her life on this tour. Yes, but, but she it's not an ordinary tour. It's not an ordinary tour. It's like totally on her terms. And sh it's kind of like, I mean, until it went global. But let's see how the 
the global peace goes for her. The global peace will go. What do you mean in terms of like, sales? No, no, no. Oh, no. In terms of just like mental health. Men, yeah, mental health, having time for yourself. Yeah. I feel like by now she's like figured out what works for her and doing like these weekend show, like huge shows. Five days off. Yeah, is going well for her. Uh, but it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot of time away from home. Yeah, it is. But you're right. It does depend on like what stage in life you're in. I think like when you're in your early 20s, like traveling a lot and being away from home is like exciting. And when you're on the up, like every show you do, you're getting more Bigger. fans. It's like, you know, it's like in a movie where you're just like climbing the charts. Mm -hmm. But when you're there already, then yeah. you're looking for, you're not looking for that exactly. You're looking for something else. Yeah. Well, I wish him the best. I wish him the best. I love him. He's and a pijam. As a fan, I completely support this decision. Yeah. Now, our fifth and final story is some tech news that I... Tech? Tech that I find really interesting. Okay. A new smartphone app made by ex-Google engineer will calculate the calories in any meal by scanning a picture of the meal. So toxic. I know, but You're it's living like, for it. No. No, it's not, No, by the way, like, a lot of people track their food, and it's really inaccurate. It's like, so inaccurate. Especially, especially if you make something from home. At, like, at a rest, no, at home is easier. You know exactly what's going on. I guess. At a restaurant, like, how much butter did they no, use? No, but, like, how does this camera know? Okay, like, so anyone who's eaten out in the past years has felt and maybe caved to the urge to snap a pic of a particularly well-plated or photogenic entree for social media, but now there might finally be a practical and legitimately constructive reason to photograph all those perfectly seared veggies, burgers, etc. Former engineers at Google and defense contractor Raytheon have created a cell phone app that can count the calories in any meal by simply taking a photo. Like it's how it's called snap calorie. It's already available for download on Apple's app store and Google play for free with a 30 month $30 per month premium option. It's better $30 at $30 a month. It's better at eyeballing the calorie content. Why? If you were to do like a, a program, a program, yeah, you no, but it's month. just like a lot. How much you pay for Facetune? Excuse me. <laughs> wow. Um, I pay like $25 a year. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. For like the premium one. <laughs> Worth every penny. Facetune 2. Yeah, Facetune 2. Greater than Facetune 1. Facetune 2. Actually, Facetune 1 like really gets the job done. I totally agree. But Facetune 2 has now some perks I can't live without. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like changing the background. Yep, like I'm yep, yep, I yep, have yep, so yep. much fun. <laughs> it's better at eyeballing the calorie count content of a dish than professional nutritionists. Um, so this is how it looks. So you could see like they, they like x-ray the plate. Well, yeah, well, they're x-raying like a banana and an and, apple. Which, which anyone could tell you what's But like my bowl of chili. Your bowl of chili. So I think like those like darkness, like it was probably like fat. Like it's yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. I guess it kind of makes sense. So the photo online is like an x-ray image of like an apple and a banana standing on a plate. And like the apple and banana have like different colors. I guess the different colors represent different things. Yeah. And it's there's like if it does what it says it does. Yeah. Which I still don't understand the science behind like. You know, how could it take a picture and, like, know how much oil was in this? Yeah. How much sugar, whatever. But that could be game-changing. Because I really do feel like whenever I'm trying to be conscious of, like, calorie consumption, it's like, how do you know? No, and, like, many years ago, I did Weight Watchers, and I loved it. And I would, like, track my food. And, like, I would know that, like, the stuff I was putting in, because, like, I was kind of lying, too, was, like, not fully, like, 100%, you know? Yeah. And so with a lot of food tracking apps like you can always scan the barcode of what you're eating but if it's like something that's homemade, homemade or, or at a prepared, restaurant it's really hard to gauge it it could you could be off by hundreds of calories yes that's so interesting so I think this is a good use of yeah personally I will be downloading because $30 a month is a lot and honestly like I just prefer not to know you know 
Uh, well, some people want yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. to know, but this is they use AI to do this. That's what I figured. Uh, AI. AI is just like a blanket statement. But we were also talking about yesterday um, this AI children's toy that's forthcoming. Oh, it's I like don't a, remember. In the we were talking about in the chat this um bear. Yeah. Oh. This AI bear in the next few years. That's like you, your kid could talk to it and then it would like talk back and like learn about your kid and like tell the kid to like it like listens to what your kid is saying and then becomes like the friend and talks back to it and like you know. Tells, gives advice yeah like which is just so scary it's giving ashley o black mirror yeah it's also giving clara and the sun i didn't read it i won't make you mm, thanks but i will not be getting that bear. no not for harry because no. harry has his auntie who it's gives true. the best advice right you want to go tell a story go tell your auntie you want to yes. go hear a story go listen to your auntie want to go seek advice from a great maternal figure go in talk your life, to your mother who's not your mother sometimes you need to talk to like you know an aunt okay like the cool end. You better fucking tell me what he said. Yeah, of course. <laughs> no, and like me and Harry, like I'll sneak him cigarettes when he's like 16, you know? No, I don't know. That's the kind of auntie I'm going to be. I don't know about that. Yeah, me and Harry getting lit on the weekends. Yeah, no. Um, uh, Harry will be like my designated driver. Fine. That. That's fine. Good auntie-nephew bonding time. Yeah. Love that for us. Uh, so those are the past five stories. You Feel definitely so needed, you needed to, know. to know them. I'll be checking out that app. One day, not today. Don't need to know today. So tomorrow I'm in studio with Girl Boss Town. Robin is returning to the toast. Thursday, Jax is back in studio. And I just think that's great. I think that is great. I look forward. Thank you so much for getting here. I know it's hard. Yeah, getting here is hard. Being here is fine, except it's a million degrees in here. And I'm it's like, a thousand degrees in here. We need to wrap up. I'm, I'm heading for a Sula. <laughs> yeah. Which is crazy. You're having a sweaty upper lip. Here, use my fan. I want to use my fan when we podcast, but I think it like picks up in the microphone. So I'll wrap this up. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Toast on Monday Morning Show where we deliver the fast five stories you need to know every Monday the Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching us on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe. Give us a video thumbs up. We're also available as podcast. Podcast can be found on Spotify, Twitter, Public Radio, everybody, guest box, all the places where we podcast. Find us on Toast Wherever you are, beautiful, stunning, and wickedly talented we are. Hope you guys have an amazing day. We'll see you tomorrow for Hump Day. Love ya. Bye. Bye.